Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lyle. And I am Eli. And today I will be talking about World Trigger. Please, hold your applause. I know, this has been such an such an awaited episode of Anime Stroganoff. I, I honestly, you told me what this was like a couple weeks ago. I've already forgotten what it is. Okay, so World Trigger is a shonen manga slash anime that is currently running. And it's one of the few shonens that I actually enjoy. Really? Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm no stranger to shonen anime. Don't get me wrong. I watched... Uh, what was the show? I watched Bleach back in the day. Uh, I watched all of the big three and the big five, I think. I've kind of fallen off most shonens nowadays, though. They're not... Eh. It, I mean, it's it's kind of all a lot of the same stuff a lot of the times. Like, oh, this guy is really weak, and then he's going to fight some dudes and get stronger, and then one day he'll be the most strongest dude ever who ever did the dude and that is that is an accurate description of about 78 percent of shonen anime and manga i don't even watch shonens and i agree with you <laughs> so i mean i don't watch shonens precisely because this is one of many reasons but yeah so for those who don't know i, I mean we've talked about shonens before but just as a quick refresher, a shonen anime slash manga is a typically long-running uh, s- series that features a lot of action and uh, is marketed towards the young boy, like young young men dem- demographic. Hence, shonen, which means young man or like boy in I mean- uh, Japanese. I mean, technically, Shonen does technically top at, like, 16 to 20, but... Yeah. Just, like, ir- relatively... One in that bracket one. is not the same as one in another bracket. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's... Like I said, generally marketed towards, like, preteen to teen age boys. Uh, and usually picks up a decent... Uh, extra demographic just from all over because so much shonen is made that it for many people it is what defines anime for better and for worse i could talk about uh how talking about fight scenes makes anime criticism so much harder when when people judge an anime based on the quality of its fight scenes and just having yeah. good fight scenes god i god i hate that this is probably going to be my most meaningful contribution to this conversation here but literally like what 2 weeks ago i think i even sent you a screen cap of like the conversation on reddit uh people were talking about toradora and yeah. someone called it a shit tier anime with one single god tier fight scene and I had to remember what fight scene they were even talking about. What fight scene were they talking about? I, uh, I when she remember. fights, what's her face? Taiga, she fights Sugi. Oh yeah, that that was pretty good though. 
Yes, was, but was solid. But I mean, it's not an action show. <laughs> I know. So yeah, that's that's a serious problem with non-action series. Is that the that the whole shonen genre's focus on action has kind of tainted a lot of stuff for everyone else. Like, if there's not a big fight scene every episode, then, I mean, what are you even doing? Right? But, unfortunately, World Trigger is very much, very much a shonen in that it is, it's a battle anime, and it focuses on the battles, which is actually really good for World Trigger, because, uh, oh boy... The plot's basically garbage. Well, no, I wouldn't say the plot's garbage. It's very basic. Um, st- uh, we start off with uh, our the first main character. The main character's really weak, and he wants to be the bestest border agent that ever was. And, I mean, that's basically where every uh, shonen protagonist starts. The difference is he where he ends up is not the same place as other shonen protagonists, which is good. Um, I should probably explain some of the world building. So basically, uh, okay, so six years before the start of the series, uh, oh, <laughs> okay, so there's this organization called Border, and it's been around for a while now. Like, at least a decade. And then six years ago, there was a massive invasion from another dimension. And Border made themselves known. And promised to contain any future invasions. And so, to do this, they trained various agents in the use of something called triggers. Which are, uh... (sighs) The thing you press to make the gun go boom? Well, kind of. Basically, they're little handheld devices that you can put. What's I've? You put in. You put energy into it, and then it creates like swords and guns and bombs and spears and stuff. It could be. Almost anything you want. Oh, and also, it, uh, whenever you go into battle, it replaces your body with a Trion body, which is the energy. So, if you get hurt, you don't actually get hurt. Convenient. Very convenient. Yeah, it's it's very nice, because it means that uh, everybody can be just s- sliced up to hell and back, and then, you know, they turn back to normal, and they're like, yeah, cool, I did not lose my arm in that fight. (laughs) So yes, our first protagonist, uh, Mikumo Osamu, is just a normal dude who happens to be a cadet at border, and he's fighting back against the neighbors, the invaders from other dimensions. And then one day, he meets a kid named Kuga Yuma, who's actually really good at being a border agent, but he's not. Because he's actually a neighbor. But he he looks like a normal person because 
well, like all of the dimensions, they're not actually dimensions. It's other, it's worlds. Uh, God, how to describe this? It's not like space. It's like not space. Does that make sense? <laughs> but basically, all these not space places are have humans on them. Okay. And the big thing for both on Earth and in the neighborhood is people with high trion. Basically, there's some invisible organ in the human body that produces this energy called trion, which you can use for pretty much anything. You can like use it to create stuff, like I, like I said, bombs and swords and guns and whatnot, or like buildings or shields and so on and so forth. It's a very versatile material. And it's produced by human beings. So can you guess what uh, what the purpose of the invasions are? It's kidnapping. Because the neighbors use uh, the people they kidnap as basically living batteries for their own wars. Because everybody in the neighborhood is fighting each other constantly. Because... I guess they all just hate each other, and also other geopolitical reasons. But we're not concerned about that right now. We're concerned about Kukiyuma, who has a special trigger called a black trigger, which is made from... which Black triggers are made from the souls of people with high uh, Treon values who died and put their soul into the black trigger. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they say souls, but it's heavily implied considering that all the black triggers are very particular about who gets to handle them. And they don't actually talk, but... Eh. 50 of one, half of another. In any case, so... Yes. So yeah. Osamu finds out Kuga or uh, Yuma is a neighbor and shenanigans ensue for a little bit as they try and not get killed by Border because you know Border hates neighbors so they want to kill him for being a neighbor. Uh, let's see here. And then there's also our third main character. Amatori Chika, who's, like, I think a year younger than uh, the other two, and she's short and timid, and she's also the team sniper, <laughs> and she also has a ridiculously high Trion value, which means whenever she shoots her sniper rifle... Everything in front of her explodes. It's very convenient. Sounds convenient. And so together, these three end up joining Border and going on... Well, no adventures yet. Uh, they just kind of join Border and be like, Yeah, we're going to go... We're going to join the expeditionary team to go out into the world, into the neighborhood to find 
Chica's lost friends and all the other people who were kidnapped. And that's more or less our setup. I mean, it does take a little bit. Wait, to that get was there. the setup. <laughs> I mean, it, it takes a little bit to get there because it's a shonen. But yeah, that's that's basically those are our main characters, and that's their motivation for most of the series. Okay. I thought you were describing like halfway through the entire plot and everything. Oh no 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 no! Only like partway. Fucking shonens. <laughs> yeah. Well, it takes them a while to get to that point because it's a shonen, and I would say it moves pretty fast at first. But, uh, around the halfway mark, they really start drawing everything out. So let me let me go ahead and say that one of the biggest issues I have with World Trigger is how long the first couple seasons take. And these are long seasons. So. Yeah, this is the first season. I think I just checked like 73 episodes. Yeah, it's fucking long. It's really fucking long. And as they go on, they uh, they have a tendency to over-recap. And I don't know if that's a problem with all shonen. Like, I've, I know shonen have an issue with recapping just because it's easier to recap than it is to uh, make new animation. And it is cheaper. <laughs> but I feel like they overdo it for World Trigger because they like they had the the normal recap and then it led straight into the episode. And that was actually really cool. And I thought that was all it was interesting how they they would blend the recap and the uh, the action the actual episode together but eventually they started having like the episode specific recap on top of the general series recap and it 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 was way too much it was like four minutes of recap at the start of every episode at least and then of course the opening which really weird at first it was you know, at the beginning, after the initial recap, like like normal, right? And then they started doing that thing where they blended the recap into the episode proper, and so they had to push the uh, the opening back a bit. Well, it eventually got to the point where, like, they just randomly insert the uh, opening somewhere in the middle of the back half of the episode, and you never knew where it was going to show up. That 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 was very exciting. Thankfully, though, thankfully, most of that most of those problems were fixed once they got to the most recent seasons, because basically, the original series came out in uh, the original run came out in like 2015, I think, and then like just last year it was announced that they were getting two more seasons. And not like super long seasons, it's like no normal length seasons. And the production was much better handled <laughs> in the most recent seasons. So you didn't have that issue of the openings playing in the middle of the episode. Uh, so yeah. The, so like I said, the biggest issue with World Trigger 
is that you're going to have to sit through a lot of recap. And a lot of stuff takes a while to happen simply because like they're just adapting so little every episode that they just stretch everything out as much as possible. Expect to see a lot of people standing around thinking about what's going on in a fight. <laughs> Which can actually be really interesting. Don't get me wrong. Like one of the one of the best things about World Trigger is how tactical and uh multi-layered everybody's strategies are in a fight scene. And yeah, we do take a while, take a long time to like have everybody like do a do a, do a little inner monologue of this is why I'm doing this and this that and the other, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, you know, it's it's a little iffy. Uh but just seeing people actually think about the actions they take on the battlefield and not just like, I'm going to summon the bigger sword. No, I'm going to summon the bigger sword. No, I'm going to summon an even bigger sword. None of that. None of that. None of that in World Trigger. Mostly. Whenever, for the most part, whenever someone gets like an upgrade to their kit, uh, they'll just add some new triggers or they'll like, change how they're using what they've got. Because, uh, like I said, uh, let's see. Chica, she's got a, a lot of Treon, and she's not a fan of fighting. So she just hangs back and basically provides environmental destruction for the team. Kuga is tiny and fast, so he just jumps around and stabs people with knives. And Osamu, he's a str he's basically a, just the team strategist, so he'll... I mean, he starts out wanting to be, like, the bestest sword dude ever. But he doesn't actually know all that much, and he's not very good at his job. But once he learns how to rely on his teammates to do stuff alongside him, they start doing much better. <laughs> Less lesson of world trigger. Don't go running off on your own. Stick with the party. Don't split the party. Yeah, I guess party. we should probably just get uh, shonen characters to all play D and D. <laughs> it would be interesting. Uh Oh, and of course, I forgot one last character who is pretty important to the whole series. Uh, Yuichi Jin, who is basically the dude who saves uh, the team from imminent death and also has the superpower of being able to tell the future. I probably should have mentioned that. And everyone in the in-universe with a really high Treon value also gets a... Uh, a neat little superpower. Nothing like super speed or uh, like super strength or anything like that. It's usually a mental thing or like something to do with your five senses. So like Gene can uh, uh, he can tell the future. Sort of. 
it's it's kind of vague how his powers work, but basically he gets a just bad vibes sometimes. He's like, oh, this is something's gonna happen. So he has spidey senses, more or less, but it's like long range spidey senses <laughs> or long lasting. I don't know. And then if uh, let's see here, we have a coup. Ah, uh, yes. Kuga has the ability to tell when someone is lying. And Chika knows whenever a neighbor is near. And there's also another guy uh, who has, like, super learning ability. Like, he does, he learns, he reads something, and then he sleeps on it, and then he knows it by heart as soon as he wakes up. Which doesn't sound threatening, but it's actually kind of cool <laughs> to watch. Uh, hmm. So what's what else? What else? What else? Uh, I suppose there's also that character who's really important in the most recent seasons, but I can't talk about him because he's a walking spoiler. <laughs> But he's really cool, and I I really like him. He has horns. Ah, <laughs> uh, so let's see here. What what else? What else? I suppose I could describe some of the uh, mechanics of like how triggers work and whatnot. But I I feel like I've covered it decently well, and they go over it in depth in the show itself. I mean. Setting up your loadout is, like, sometimes up to half an episode. And just understanding the justifications for why a character is using a particular piece of equipment in a particular situation is actually pretty interesting. Um, I, like, I don't want to spoil some stuff, because it's, I think it's pretty cool. When, when you see it in action and having someone just tell you like, oh, this happens and this happens and this, he, this guy uses this. Uh, I suppose I could go over some of the big plot, plot lines. Like, so obviously we had the beginning part that I described earlier. And then after that, it's mostly like not slice of life but training they they take a several up they take a while to get through training and then the next big arc is the like big invasion arc and that takes forever once it was finally over i was like finally it's over <laughs> <laughs> Like it's it's a it's a solid chunk of uh of the first season I think. It is it's a lot. <laughs> Let's see and then after that yes, after that we get a filler arc which is I watched the filler arc. You don't have to watch the filler arc. Like 
literally none of it is relevant. This isn't like Naruto where they put some character stuff in the filler. No, it, this is just straight up. None of it is canon at all. Like they do a bit of playing around to, uh, <laughs> because, because, uh, the filler arc takes over place over about a week and some stuff happens during that week like holidays and stuff and so they just kind of act like everything was pushed back a week but take it from me you don't need to watch the filler arc don't watch the filler arc like i said not only is it not not canon it's not in the manga and it breaks the laws of the setting several times over and in a really frustrating way and also, they just kind of keep doing the same gag over and over again, and it's really frustrating. And I hate it. Uh. But yeah, then after that, there's a whole uh, tournament arc thing, which continues on to Season 3 and through Season 4. And then while the tournament arc is going on, there's another thing going on at the same time as, like, the last few rounds of it. Very exciting stuff. Uh, and I probably should mention, like, I, I've mentioned five characters so far. That is nowhere near the total amount of characters in this show. <clears throat> so every team is made up of about three to four people. Some have two but most have three to four. And there's 20-odd uh, teams in the protagonist bracket of B. There's also the A bracket and the S bracket, although that's just one guy. So there's like 10 teams in A rank and 20 teams in B rank, and each one has about three or four people to a team. So let's say 3.5 people per team. Plus their mission control people, which is just even... There are a lot of side characters in this show. And you will learn all of their names. <laughs> Not because you want to, but because they do stuff. They're, they're actually kind of relevant. And some of them are cool. Others, not so much. <laughs> I'm partial to uh, the double shotgun guy and the double sniper rifle guy. They're not on the same team. <laughs> they're just, they're both just a lot of fun. Uh, See, if you don't like shows with a lot of side characters, this might not be the show for you. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What else? What else could I say? What else could I say? Other than just... I highly recommend checking it out. And be warned that it slows down really bad in the middle. But the last couple seasons are really, really good. And they're totally worth getting to. And you don't have to watch the filler arc. When they go to another city, skip ahead. Just skip the next episode until until it's not in the other city. Trust me. 
you will save yourself like 30 episodes. So yeah, I think that's about it. Any questions? Uh, no, not really. Cool. Then that is World Trigger. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, I have been Lyle. And I have been Eli. And this has been Anime Stroganoff. <laughs>